You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited for today's episode. Let me just give you a quick recap of my past week. Normally, I record the podcast on Wednesdays, edit them on Thursdays, and schedule them to post on Saturday. Well, today is Friday night. And I am super stressed because this whole week I have been in the process of moving apartments, carrying all of my furniture down three flights of stairs, and then moving to the building next to me, and then moving all of it back up three flights of stairs. It was not fun, but I did it, and I am recording this podcast in my brand new room. One thing I am noticing, though, is that it's a little echoey. So if you hear echoes, I'm going to be working out some of those bugs, you know, within the next few weeks. So hopefully we'll kind of get past that. Hopefully you don't even hear them, but we'll see because I can definitely hear the echo in my room. But guys, you are tuning into a very special episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am going solo. I am single as always. That will probably never change, but I'm going solo on today's podcast. Guys, if you have not checked out Grace Nation Ministries' website, you should totally go check it out. It's grace-nation.com. You're going to be prompted with uh, a little pop-up saying, hey, sign up for our newsletter. You should totally do that. And just look at some of the articles we have. We have a lot of amazing content on the website. We have devotions by Bailey. We have blog posts by Brittany and Jensen. We have theology posts by buddy, by my buddy Tim and Hannah. We have a lot of people working tirelessly to produce content for you. And so please take advantage of it. If you haven't checked us out on social media, check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that junk. We got it, especially Instagram. We're doing a lot of really fun stuff on Instagram because we got to be hip and we have to post pictures, you know, with Bible verses and stuff. So go check out our Instagram for your daily dose of encouragement because you can't get that. I'm kidding. You can get that in the Bible. You should get that in the Bible. Guys, summer has started, at least for the college people. If you're in high school, I'm sorry. If you're a teacher, that sucks. But I am super excited for the summer, which means we're going to have a lot of awesome stuff coming your way this summer because I have more time to focus and work on Grace Nation and bringing grace to the nations. And with that being said, we are launching a brand new segment of the podcast. And we're going to be doing this once a month. Uh, and, and the focus, the, the podcast focus is going to be just the one podcast, and that'll be one week during the month. But the whole month is going to have a designated theme. And so I'm really excited about this. And so the theme for the, the rest of the year is uh, bringing grace to the nations, right? Like that is the name of the podcast. That is where we're going. That is, you know, the focus of what we're doing is to take Jesus to the people who have never heard the name Jesus. And so once a month, we are going to be focusing on a single nation, And we're going to be talking about that nation. We're going to be talking about the missionaries in that nation or the people group, a nation or people group. Today is a people group. 
and we're going to be focusing on that people group. And how is Christianity doing there? What are the missionaries doing there? Do they have the Bible? How can we partner with indigenous missionaries in that region to help them spread the gospel to the people who have never heard the name Jesus? And so we're going to be doing this once a month, but at the beginning of the month, I'm going to tell you what nation or what people group it will be so that we can be praying for those people every day of the month because the gospel needs to reach every corner of the earth. Every soul needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And so that is what we are going to be doing for uh, the rest of the year. And it'll probably, it'll be a theme that we do for the rest of this podcast. But don't worry, we're still going to be talking about theology. We're still going to be diving into the Bible. We're still going to be doing all that fun stuff. But this is just something that I want to add in because it's just been on my heart. And I am super excited to bring it to you guys. And so today... We are going to be focusing on the Mongols. This is a people group that is found all over Asia, but we're going to be focusing specifically on the Mongols in China. And just a little history behind uh, the Mongols in China. They uh, consist of about 60 separate tribes. So although they are one people group, they are separated into 60 different tribes. They, just the Mongols in China, uh, come to about a total of 7 million people. Over 50% of uh, the Mongols are practicing Buddhists, and their persecution rank is 43 on level 1. So what this means is, is you know, agencies come together and they, they rank countries uh, by level of persecution. So there's level 1, level 2, and level 3, level 1 being the most persecuted. And then within level one, there's a subset of ranks, and they go from one to 50, one being the most persecuted country or people group in the world, 50 being the least most persecuted within level one. It's still very heavily persecuted. They are ranked 43, and so there is government persecution going on. We know this about China. We know this about their government. They're very harsh towards Christians. And and so the, the people in China, but just the Mongols and specifically, are ranked 43 on that chart. And that is very high. It's very high to be ranked in the top 50. They do have the entire Bible in translation in their language. They do not speak traditional Mandarin. They have their own dialect. And uh, Christianity in this people group is about 0.8%. So 0.8% of the Mongols in China are practicing Christians. However, 25% of those people are practicing Roman Catholic. And so, you know, if you know anything about Catholicism... You know, we know that they're not the most Bible-focused, Jesus-loving, you know, part of Christianity. And I, I don't even know if I would count that as part of Christianity. So there's very, very, very few people in China, the Mongols in specific, that are practicing Christians. So I would say about 0.5% of the 7 million people uh, are practicing Christians in some way, shape, or form. Actually, in the 13th and 14th uh, centuries, the Mongols uh, brutally established their lar- the largest empire the world has ever seen. If, you, if you've gone through high school and you've ever taken an AP world a class, you know that the Mongols basically conquered Asia. Like, that's basically what they did. They had established the largest empire our world has ever seen, and they did it very viciously and brutally. 
Uh, it stretched from Southeast Asia to Europe, uh, and they instituted the dynasties that have ruled China for over a thousand years. It, they terrified the Europeans. Europeans had nicknames for the Mongols, and the nickname translated to people of hell. Uh, and so the Christians in Europe had nicknames for the Mongols, and it literally translated people from hell. Um, which is crazy, you know. Even the, the Christians in Europe, although the Mongols were not doing, they were brutally, you know, killing everyone that came in their way. You know, like us as Christians, like we're not called to be conformed to, you know, the worldview that everyone else would see the Mongol. Like we're called to love them, right? And so it's crazy that even the Christians called these people the people from hell. Uh, like I said, they are mostly Buddhist. About 50% of the Mongols in China are practicing Buddhists. However, the other, I don't know, about 49% are very, um, they don't really have a defined religion. They just kind of worship nature uh, and the forces of nature. They have different gods, very similar to Hinduism, but it's not exactly the same. And so it's, it's kind of just a lot of mysticism and confusion and, you know, just like spirit and ritualistic religion that they've been practicing since the beginning of their dynasty. In 1992, uh, there were about 2,000 uh, believers reported in Mongol China, which uh, 2,000 out of 7 million is not that much, uh, although they had quite the foundation. Today, there are believed to be about 5,000. That was recorded in uh, the year 2000. And uh, hopefully, you know, we've seen, we've seen growth from... 1990, where there was about 2,000, to 2,000, where there was about 5,000. And so that means, like, God is working in Mongol China. Like, the Mongol people are an unreached people group. Although they have the Bible in their tongue, although they have the Jesus film and other things, they have not been reached. In fact, geographically, it's extremely difficult to reach the Mongols in China just because they're separated into 60 different tribes. They all have different rituals. They all have different belief systems. They all have different, they all have different dialects of the same language. And so it's, it's really difficult to reach them, especially since they have the Bible in their language. But from one tribe to another tribe, they'll read it completely different because they have differing dialects where one word at one tribe might have a completely different meaning in the other tribe. And so it makes reaching them extremely difficult. And with the persecution level that, uh, that they're ranked at just with the government in China and then also with the tribe leaders uh, that, are, that separate all the 60 different tribes, it's very difficult for white people to go and do ministry in, in this people group in Mongol China because they'll either get thrown in jail, they'll be tortured or killed. And so the, the gospel right now in Mongol China is, is suffering because of the government that's instituted over it. And just with the traditions and the rituals that this people group have been practicing for so long, it's, it's just been, that's just their way of life. That's just how things happen. That's just how things go. And so the gospel hasn't really been able to grab any traction as of late. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's also difficult because we haven't, 
been sending people there to Mongol China to do ministry and to live with the people. And although it's it's very difficult to do, it has been done and it can be done. We've seen growth over the past decade of over 3,000 believers like God is there and God is working. And so the whole point of this podcast and the whole point of me telling you this this entire spiel is so that we can be praying for Mongol uh, China. Like we need to be on our knees just just crying out to God for these people. These people need Jesus and, and they were they are created in the image of God. And the only thing that's separating you from being born in your comfortable American lifestyle to being born into Mongol China was the grace of God. I had the opportunity to sit down with David Platt uh, a few a few about a month ago actually. And we had breakfast, and I was just talking to him about, you know, his presidency at the IMB and how he liked it, and, you know, with the recent news of him stepping down. But we were just talking, and he told me this story, and it shifted the way I view missions. It really did. And he told me how he was in Mexico. And in Mexico... He was he was in this he was in this town and across the street which was just a dirt road he there was a slum it was just a, a big dump uh, people lived there so they had houses but it was all constructed out of trash it's where kind of the middle class people would go and just kind of dump all their garbage all the, you know all the trash all the manure all the you know feces all that stuff would just be kind of deposited in this area and people were living there and he went on to tell me that he, he, he was standing on one side of the road where there was a town, civilization, he saw across the road to this other, you know, slum. And across the road, there was just kind of like this puddle, and there was just this little girl laying face down in the puddle, breathing, she was alive. But she was starving, she was dying, laying in this puddle of who knows what. And David Platt told us that that was the point where he realized that it was only by the grace of God that he was born into a family that not only loved him, but raised him in a Christian way. It was only by the grace of God, because there's nothing that separates him from being born as that little girl, or as, you know, the people in Haiti, or as the people in Mongol China. And so... How ignorant of us to just talk, you know, just to take that for granted and not do anything with the resources that God has given us to reach these people who are in desperate need of Jesus. So with that being said, I want to give us some some practical ways that we can reach the people of Mongol China. I, I completely understand that probably 100% of the people that listen to this podcast cannot just get up and move to Mongol China. I get that. That's not what I'm saying we should do. However, there are a few really practical ways that we can truly impact Mongol China. And the first way, and it's it's easily the most effective way, is praying for the people group. Their specific needs, uh, specifically for the Mongolian people, are that they need to improve their standard of living. Uh, being able to provide good schools for children and employment opportunities for 
the parents, you see, they are poor. They're, it's a, you know, that's that's they are literally living in huts made out of you know grass and with barely an electricity, no running water. They are in a geographical location that makes it difficult for these amenities to be given to them. Plus, they're just poor. The schooling is extremely difficult and bad, and there is no employment opportunities for the parents. And so we just need to be praying for these people that, that they get some good schools in there, that they can be educated in a proper way. And hopefully that will lead to employment opportunities, right? And so let's just be praying for those specific needs. Also, there are about 5,000 Christians that live there. We need to pray um, because the Lord is building a church in the Mongolian uh, area, in, in China. Pray that these early believers will become grounded firmly in the faith, fully trusting Christ for salvation, and for the power to live this life. They are in an extremely persecuted area, plus just a very difficult area to live. They don't have employment opportunities, like we said. They don't have schools, like we said. And so the Christians there, they are building in a church, the early church for these people. And so we need to be... Yeah, supporting them with our prayers, asking God that, that he would sustain them and that he would give them the resources to plant a healthy and sustainable church in that area. And then we need to be praying for the entire nation of China. Um, government is persecuting the Christians in this area. And so we need to be praying that, that God would sovereignly have his hand in the, the Chinese government and that he would be you know formulating uh, inside the government ways for Christianity to blossom and, and for things to, to continue to grow as they have been. Um, we need to be praying uh, for the people in the church to be willing to take the gospel message to their own people. We did a podcast a while ago on the need for missions and how we're all called to missions. And in that, we talked about how indigenous missionaries are the most effective. And so the indigenous people of the of the Mongolian, uh, the indigenous people in the Mongol people group need to take the gospel to their neighbors and to the people that they're living life with. And we need to be praying for them that God would equip them with the courage to be able to do that. And there's a prayer focus, and I'm using the Joshua Project to kind of get this information. And they have a scripture focus. It comes out of Matthew 9. And here is what uh, we need to be praying over the Mongolian people for. Is It comes out of Matthew 9, 37. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. It's over 7 million people who are open to hearing the good news of Jesus Christ. The harvest is plentiful. Guys, we just need to be praying that Jesus, that God, would raise up leaders to go and to harvest it. And so there are, uh, there are people there suffering, and, and we need to be supporting them in whatever way we can, daily praying for them. I'm going to ask that the, for the remainder of this month that we, that we pray for the Mongolian people day after day after day, that God would build his empire there, that, the, that God would build his church 
there, that he would raise up Christians to go there, whether it's from America or the indigenous people, that, that Christ would do his work in the Mongolian people and that they would uh, truly be transformed by the good news of Jesus Christ. There are opportunities to minister to the people of, uh, to, to the Mongolian people through Facebook. Like there is a way. And so what I'm going to do So I'm going to post some steps in the show notes on how we can be supporting the missionaries and sharing the gospel to the people in Mongol China just through Facebook, just through something that we do every day. It's through Facebook ads, and it's a brilliant idea. And so I'm going to post the link to all of that information in the show notes, and I would really seriously consider you guys taking advantage of that. I know not all of us can get up and go, but we can all spend $20 on a Facebook ad to reach every person there because they have Facebook. That's one of the things. They might not have running water, but they have Facebook. Like That's where our technology has gone as a world. And so God has given us a platform to share the gospel to people who don't normally have access to it. And so we need to take advantage of those uh, means that God has given us to do. We need to be faithful. And, uh, you know, the Jesus film is in their language. And so missionaries and the uh, International Mission Board have been sending the Jesus film to Mongol China. And so there are efforts to reach those people. Let's just be faithful in praying for them. Let's support them with uh, sharing the gospel just over Facebook. Just something as simple as a Facebook ad. Every single one of us can do it. It's been $20 for a month of sharing the gospel with people in in, uh, China. So guys, I know it's a shorter podcast. That's the point. I just wanted to give you guys where my heart is. I didn't, I didn't, um, I picked Mongol, the Mongol people, because I grew up studying about them and learning about the Mongolian Empire, and they were um, just on my heart for some reason. So I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, next month we'll have a different people group, and hopefully we can, you know, just sit down and talk about them and discuss how we can be praying for them, guys. That's it's, it's it's our job. It's our duty. We are called to make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so let's be faithful in doing that. Like I said, we have so much stuff going on Grace Nation uh, Ministries website. So much stuff. It's grace-nation.com if you're wondering. Check it out. It'll be in the show notes as always. You guys are beautiful. Let me tell you, all of my viewers are beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you different. I am so excited to see what God does through this summer of podcasting. I have a brilliant idea Called the fu- called the full week of podcasts, and so maybe one day this, maybe one week this summer, we will pump out a podcast every single day of the summer. Guys, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell them, hey, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Google Play. You can find us everywhere. So you should totally take advantage of every way to listen to us. Share it with your friends. Listen to us on all different platforms. Hey, give us some Spotify views and then come on Podbean and give us some views. Then go on iTunes. Listen to us all the time in your car before you go to bed. I'm super excited to see what God does with this podcast. You are beautiful. You are one of a kind. Take care. And God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. 
Until next time, take care and God bless.